You have condiment fence in me? Yes. Listener, hey dear, dear listener, did you hear that new music? I heard that. That is our season two music. The that same. What that is. Yeah, that's that was. Hey, uh, that there, that voice, that's my brother, Mason. Fresh and feeling, feeling fresh, Williams. Season two, Williams. And that over there is my brother. Luke drinks Febreze straight from the can, Williams. Okay, first of all, Febreze doesn't count in a can. Doesn't come in a can. Well, well you you take off the spray top and you you add a different top and then, oh, then the, it's a can. Oh, you you're talking about I think you're thinking of Airwick. No, it does Maybe. have a spray there's a spray can deodor deodorizer as well. You're right. Okay. Anyway. Uh that's 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 me. The or te- you could spray it on your hot dog. I'm a Oh, I, I see where you're going with that. Hold hold tight. Hold tight. Uh, We're wait, not there oh. yet. Okay. So, we're in season two. We are. And we are going to invent something. We're inventors. We're going to invent something before your very ears. And you can't stop us. And you cannot stop us. Uh, now, you might remember that in season one, way back long ago in season one, we recorded uh, our next idea that's not true (laughs) let me try that sentence again you might remember that we would call out the topic that we were going to pick for the next week and then we would invent it ourselves as well we figure let's do some uh let's do some of that inventing heavy lifting but save our brains and reach out to our dear listeners which is why this week, for the first time ever, you're calling the shots. And we've got a submission for what we're going to invent this week. This week, a condiment. A condiment. Comes to us from Ryan. Okay, so given that Ryan is one of our dear listeners, I assume he wants to like put it on a salt lick or some of our birch bark early in the winter. I also suppose that he wants uh, some patent rights because it was his idea that it would be our idea. Deer can't hold patents. That's okay? true. That, that's a human thing. That's true. Well, we should talk about condiments. Well, now hang on, hang on. We're not going to make a condiment. We're going to go better than that. We're going to make the first pro-dement. Uh, we can. What what does that mean? Please, describe the difference to me. Okay, well... Go go ahead. Go go ahead. Wait, Mason. (laughs) Go go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, a condiment, that's a con, my friend. Because if you have, you know, healthy food... And then you put like cheese sauce on that, mm-hmm. you know, nutritionally, that goes in the cons column. But we are going to create a prodiment, which makes food not only taste better, but healthier for you. So so if you have your hot dog uh-huh. and you want to make it healthier, you sprinkle this prodiment on it. And then it's not junk food anymore. And then the, it turns into a salad. Yeah, like you got your fries and you're like, oh, no, these fries are junk food. It's got so much sodium and fat and trans fats. It's all going straight into my aorta and I'm only going to live to be like 53. I can't handle it. But then are you going to put ketchup on there? No. You're going to put gravy and cheese curds? No. You're going to put our prodiment on there and then it'll still be tasty. It'll still be fries, but your heart will be like, hey, this is actually making me healthier. I'm going to pump faster and you're gonna live to be 130 whether you want to or not hmm so basically this protamint will turn whatever it's sprinkled onto or poured onto or spooned onto squirted i want to be able to make happy faces you want squirtable 
I want squirtable. It's going to make it uh, healthier. And you know what? Get us straight up make the world a better place, because that's what we're all about here at Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. We are going to create the pro dement that will not only improve your meal, but improve civilization. That is a lofty goal to to do with this condiment. Now, um, I believe in you. I have confidence in that you, you that you can do it. You have condiment fence in me. Yes. Okay, Vason. Uh, I'm going to counter with another idea. Luke, I don't only have confidence in you. Yes. I have profidence in you. Jesus Christ. Okay, listen. Here's my counter idea. Tell me, tell me if you think this is also equally wild and crazy. You ready? All right. Okay. Maybe, maybe cabbage? Something in, something with cabbage. Cabbage. Yeah, I mean, we got sauerkraut and kimchi. Let's just make another one. It's fine okay so here's a question sauerkraut kimchi are those condiments or are those sides um i argue that they are both fermented pickles and just just tasty just good just i want it like 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 i will grant you that you can put either on a hot dog and it wouldn't be that weird but also i've been to restaurants where i've had you know uh, coleslaw i've had uh sauerkraut i've had kimchi just sort of scooped off to the side of the main meal and it wasn't weird that it was a side dish i'm gonna say you can't do that with a condiment like you couldn't serve ketchup a little pile of ketchup as mm. a side I, i'm gonna also argue that uh, well now we're getting getting into something kind of interesting here if you go to a proper korean restaurant and you get your kimchi uh, mm-hmm. It's a series of different things that are small sides, and it shows up in a bunch of little dishes around your main dish, and you just mm-hmm. sort of, like, mix and match and, like, you know, interstitially put these other pickly things in your face to sort mm-hmm. of cleanse the palate, refresh the palate, whatever. They're damn good. Now I want to eat that. But apart from that, um, same thing with kind of sushi to an extent. You have your side of, of soy sauce. And you're dipping, uh, dip, and dipping you get your, your wasabi paste, there. and you got your pickled ginger. And I will grant you, they are on the side, but I would agree they are not side dishes. Right, they are an important part. They are not a highlight, not even a complimentary highlight. They're just a thing that you're expecting to balance out this genre of food. That what you're I, now? Here's the dividing line. Here's the dividing line. If you were like feeling a little peckish, but not like a full meal. Would you eat some kimchi straight as a snack? Hmm. Now, I think that sort of depends on how much of a bachelor I'm acting like at the time. Uh, okay, okay. I have like definitely standing over the sink, eating it out of a mug. Yeah, I have definitely done this, and I mean, especially like that's just another like element of kitchen cooking stuff and the, and the industry that like if you make a batch of kimchi and you don't taste it just straight out of the jar or whatever what are you even doing you don't need to have a meal in order to test a taste of your kimchi fair enough fair enough. uh so like yeah i don't know um i want to pickle something that's for sure okay i got okay. this, this well, pickle, okay. Here, here's a question vis-a-vis pickles okay yeah. you can pickle cabbage you can pickle asparagus you can pickle artichoke hearts mm-hmm. but when you talk about just pickles that's cucumber who decided that cucumbers are the er pickle? I am confident that that is the most Western thought process. Uh, I think that that is. I think that that is definitely something that, if you took a lot of Asian cultures and you know you bring them over here and you say, "Oh, would you like a pickle?" and that means one thing to a lot of people. They would be like, what the fuck? Like, you can pickle everything. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so what are some vegetables that are not and, and Sorry, and not just, Asian, not, not just Asian cultures, too. Like Scandinavian and, and uh, uh, oh, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll European. Pickle they'll pickle fish. They'll pickle eggs. They'll pickle, you know, true, true. other proteins, which don't tend to get... Uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, let me hit you with this. You got your uh, pickled vegetables for us and for the Koreans. Mm. We got your pickled fish and your pickled eggs for the Scandinavians. Where are the pickled carbs? 
Is there such a thing as pickled bread, pickled potatoes, pickled noodles? Can I pickle a noodle, Luke? I have a suspicion that it doesn't work as well, and I think there's a reason for that. I think frequently with car- – like, yeah, like I can't think of like a pickled rice – being a thing but i I have a suspicion that it wouldn't work because it would dissolve into glutinous vinegar slurry yeah and then like i think you're gonna see some at any sort of fermentation process you you you, it has to follow within a certain amount of guidelines within certain guidelines or else you get these other foreign bodies producing these other cultures like you got to make beer a certain way or else you're gonna have these other bacterias in there that Mm -hmm. even though it's a fermentation process, and you want bacteria to like act like make your beer a thing. Uh, you don't want these other things in there. Same thing with like cheeses and stuff. You want these these certain kinds of uh, molds to make your cheese blue, but any mm-hmm. foreign molds, and you just have moldy cheese. Like even can, can, can I pickle cheese? Mmm. You take the cheese, you ripen it, so you've got like normal bacteria aged cheese. But then I cut that cheese up into small little slices so that you got the surface area, you know, exposed to the vinegar. I dunk it in an acidic solution. That's going to kill the bacteria, but it's also going to pickle the cheese. Can I pickle cheese, Luke? I do not know. What do I pay you for? Let me take a quick peek on the old Google-a-roo. Pickled cheese. How do you not know Show this? me pickled cheese. Pickled cheese curd. Fuck yes. I mean, is that feta? I don't think feta is pickled. Is feta pickled? Uh, I'm seeing the phrase pickled feta cheese pop up. Hmm. Uh, there's other, other, other sorts of uh, uh, Czech mar- marinated cheeses uh, like hermelin. Uh, it looks like they can do it with a camembert as well. Okay, are these all sort of white and creamy? Oh, oh th- this just falls into the uh, Wikipedia article of brined cheese, mm. um, which obviously feta is probably the most famous, but then it links you to a list of, you know... 30, yeah, like brined cheeses, cheese. that's just like salt water. Pickling involves acid, I would think. I think you're right. Does pickling um, require acid? Can we do it in alkaline solution? Can we go the pH the other way? Uh, alkaline cheese. Can I, get, I eat, like some can fucking I eat, lie? Can I eat cheese and stay alkaline for the for the diet? Um, it looks okay. like the acid to that, or the answer to that is uh, generally with some soy cheese options. Uh, alkaline hmm. electric Brazil nut cheese. That is a combination of words I just said. <laughs> electric Brazil nut? What? Alkaline electric Brazil nut cheese. Okay, so we get some of that. We blend it up and we put it in the squirt bottle. Dang. Uh, we're, yeah. Oh, I, oh, oh, never mind. I think alkaline electric is... Alkaline electric is this brand. Oh. So it's just Brazil nut cheese. Fuck that noise. Yeah, that guy that guy really uh really targeted the market on how to throw us off the trail. That that's what you should do is just like have a billion different company names of different words in the dictionary. Then you'll always have the SEO of like anybody searching for anything, like patio furniture and you're selling like hats and it's just like patio furniture brand hats. It's like, God damn it, not what I wanted. Okay, let's get back on task here, though. Okay. Uh, we're not putting hats on our hot dogs. Um, well, you could. You could make, like, a little cheese hat. Yeah, I don't, want, put, I don't want a cheese hat. Put it on top of the wiener and then put a little face. You can in... quote me. I do not want a cheese hat. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to send a cheese hat, one of those Wisconsin, you know, Green Bay Packers foam monstrosities, what to you... my brother. What? Uh, go ahead and hit up our P.O. box, 
<laughs> that I assume Luke is going to set up for this purpose. Is that what you think we have ready to go you, in you season You can just two? go ahead and in post drop in the P.O. Box number here in this point in the episode. Uh, I got I got news for you. We don't got a P.O. Box. Do, do we have a B.O. Box? I think we could get a B.O. Box and put you in it because you're stinky. So condiment. And then you get out of the B.O. Box and you go into the B.M. Box when it's time to take a poop. You're you're being very crass. And then you get out of the B.M. Box and you go into the A.M. F.M. Box when you want to listen to the radio. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to do any of that. I want to design a condiment. Okay, all right. So let's let's just break this down a little further. If you go to a hot dog stand and you get yourself a hot dog, you got ketchup, mustard, mayo, that kind of stuff in squeeze uh-huh. bottles. And then you got the scoopables, right? You got your sauerkraut. You got your black olives. You got your chopped onions. Mm-hmm. You got your kimchi uh relish. Mm, yeah. You got your uh uh you got your hot peppers. Yeah. And those are definitely all still in that category of condiment. And the same the same argument is there that like, oh, do you just sometimes have a bachelor moment where you just eat olives? Now, Maybe, we yeah. could also go in the other direction and talk about like Chocolate sauce, peanut butter, jam. I guess we do have our our sweet and savory, and uh, it we got our sweet, we got our savory, we got our salty, that. we got our sour. Hmm. You can do whatever. Uh, I like, in general, the things which do, like blur that line or or go over, uh, multiple things like peanut butter. I oh, love peanut butter is your bridge. I love savory peanut butter oh, applications same, same. so much, so much. I will fuck that shit right up. Yeah, and I like desserty things. I like my my chocolate marshmallow, whatever. But generally, I don't want too much in the savory angle. There's a little bit of salt, maybe like a chocolate covered pretzel, chocolate and salt. That works just fine. That's oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, salted caramel. That's a thing. Salted caramel, real good. But you don't have like. Chocolate meat. <laughs> Not yet. Caramel uh, beef. Well, chocolate, even, even chocolate cocoa in and of itself is not inherently sweet. Like, there's no sweetness in the cocoa bean. That's how you can get stuff like the, that Molay sauce. I, oh, you're, you're sorry, Molay, mo, mole, you were saying. Molay, mole, yes. I, I could have sworn you said Malay. That's As something entirely different. Sh- short for a milady, milady's chocolate sauce. Can we do a? Can we do a? I'm waiting for you to cut me off. No. Can we I'm, do a? Okay. Okay. Continue. No. 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 After you. Continue. <laughs> keep, keep going with the bit. I insist. Uh, so I thought of marshmallow chicken and actually gagged a little for a second there. <laughs> Um, no, condiment. We want to put this on a thing. We want it on a sandwich. We want it on a hot dog. We want it on a, we want it on our ice cream sundae. Let's, let's hit those three and then we'll call it a success. Okay. Okay. So what is a flavor profile that will go on a hot dog, but also go on an ice cream sundae? God damn it. I keep thinking peanut butter, but it's like too easy. Like peanut butter already exists. Peanut butter already exists. And we've, we've already got not only peanut butter, but there's a multitude of nut butters. Any nut you could turn into a nut butter. You just mush it up. And then you got the, that butter. And apparently any nut you can also make into a milk. Cause I see like so many, I saw pea milk recently. Pea milk. Oh, oh, I get it. You mean the vegetable pea. The vegetable pea, P-E-A, yes. From from a pea pod. You don't mean somebody pissed in my milk. Well, I mean, I assume it eventually comes back out of you. Yeah, but there's pea milk. I've had sunflower seed milk. Not the greatest, by the way. Jesus. Um, Okay, here's a question. Mm -hmm. You got coconut milk. Yeah. Where's the coconut butter? Uh, It's just coconut oil. 
Oh, you're right. Shit. Yeah. It's uh coconut's great. Coconut can do a lot of things. Uh and it's a would really you, neat Is there movie. a scenario in which you would want coconut on your hot dog? Sure. Okay. Call, they call that the tropical dog. Yeah, get some pineapple on there a with it. Pineapple? A little pina colada dog. Hell yes. I I would not want that, but I would eat that. So, yeah, like if you got served it, you wouldn't turn it down. So uh this is a real real story of a real place, which is okay. down the street from from me, and I'm not gonna actually name drop this place. Uh, I'm going to put in a, a different name. I'm going to call it Bob's Hot Dog World. Okay, cool. And it is a couple of blocks down from me, and it's taking up an extremely small storefront. Okay. I would say the entire width of this store is maybe six feet wide, but then mm-hmm. the the depth goes right back. There's a counter. It's got a diner vibe inside with the, you know, red and white checkered tiles, almost like a Wimpy's or something. Okay, cool. cool. Not a Wimpy's, a, a, a Five Guys. A Five Guys has that. Sure, sure. Yeah, now um, I know the kind of vibe you're talking about. Yeah. And then uh, these hot dogs are advertised on the outside with, you know, sun-bleached signs, and it's just stuff on a hot dog. <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you're hungry, it's your lunch break. You're like, man, I can go for a hot dog. And you leave your office building, and you're thinking, maybe I'm going to go to Bob's Hot Dog World. And you get stopped because there's a hot dog vendor under an umbrella at a little 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 tent on the way. Because they're, they're, like, on many, many a corner. <laughs> Why would you not go there? Like, the rent for the tent is a lot cheaper than an actual goddamn storefront. What was Bob thinking with this hot dog world? Well, he's thinking he could compete because his product is superior. Yeah, I guess. I, th- I think he wanted to whisk you away to the experience of of the hot dog world. Yeah, and clearly he's trading on the aesthetic. Yeah. And, like, just for, for example, the reason why I thought of this was because the concept of a pina colada dog, if it exists, I feel like it's there. Uh, I, like, I I've know... had peanut butter bacon dogs, so... Yeah, yeah, I've had that too. Uh, was it from a, a smoke sweetery? No, it was from, uh, like a food truck. Oh, yeah, no, I, I had a PB&J dog before. Nice. And it was all right, but uh, case in point, a little too sweet. Uh, the peanut butter tasted fine on there. The jam? Not so much. Not so the much, jam, yeah, no, no. Not no, my that's jam. Why I want peanut butter bacon. Peanut butter jam, no good. Bacon jam I could see working on just about anything. I did make bacon jam uh, a whole bunch when I, as a prep cook for a burger. Like, the end result was you just slather a little bit of bacon jam on that burger. On that burger uh, okay, bun. okay, so now we're getting into something that I think is important for our condiment is bacon jam. That's not kosher. That's not halal. That's not vegetarian. Mm. I mean, it's gluten-free, but, like, I think we want our condiment to be accessible. Okay. We could do that. Um, all of a sudden, I'm thinking sweet potato. Oh, an underutilized, especially in the condiment world, an underutilized flavor profile. And it seems like it's got that sort of uh, that bridgeable potential because it's a very sweet vegetable. So, oh, my dude, my dude, my dude, taro. Get that purple. Yo, taro's all right. Um, is is taro purple or is it white? And you're thinking of purple potatoes. No, no, like I t- taro's purple. I, 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 well, now you got me doubting myself. Look at the fuck up. You're the uh, one with I the am. Google. Uh, taro. Okay, so it does have. I will admit that it has a sort of a magenta hue, yeah. cu- cutting through the white. It is mostly white. It is a big brown hairy vegetable like a potato crossed with a coconut, and then you split it open, and it's this starchy white tuberish inside. Yeah, I don't think you eat the the outside, but you get the inside. You cook yeah, it up, you, you mash s- it up. It's all purple, you and s- you specifically sort of don't because it is uh, it is toxic, I believe. Um, what? But I've been served it. I'm I'm sure no, that no, it's a raw, food. Raw, it is toxic, and the outside, I believe, is toxic. Edible corm and leaves. 
Uh, that's its primary use. Its raw form, the plant is toxic due to the presence of calcium oxalate. Hmm. Okay. Right, so go. you don't eat it raw. You cook it up. You got that that purpley sort it's of. It's not purple, man. It's it's very white. I've been served plenty of taro flavored things, and oh. all of them were purple. Oh no no no! I think I know what you're talking about. I think you're talking about uh, uh, like the bubble tea thing and the ice cream thing. That's like a, a Philippines. Is is that uh, not derived from the plant? Like, are they just calling it taro and it's some other bullshit flavor? Like, is this the Asian version of blue raspberry? Like, what are we doing? I'm not totally sure because yeah, like if I look up, if I look up Filipino taro. And then, like, it shows me, like, purple ice creams and stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, what color is taro? This should not be a hard thing to find. God, we're white. What? Uh, I'm seeing color palettes. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, the corms, which have a light purple color due to... Uh, uh, phenolic pigments, phenolic, phenolic pigments are Fentanyl. roasted, baked, or boiled. Natural sugars give it a sweet, nutty flavor. The starch uh-huh. is easily di- digestible. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> I maybe it gets more purple when you cook it. Why don't we, we know this? Can we can we pickle it? Is it pickleable? I would be worried about picking it, pickling it, not killing but, the but, but uh, you, like you cook it first and then you pickle it like we're not pickling it raw we're not idiots okay here's what i'm gonna suggest i think that yes it would be a good go-to vegetable because it's a little bit exotic and fun and it's got some stuff to it mm-hmm. um but uh i would rather use a touchstone that we're a little bit more familiar with so i am leaning a little more sweet potato because it's got that sweet nice potato. bright bright orange still that's my that's my we, we do have the bright color i do like the bright color but also this is the perfect time to introduce a new thing what? as of right now what and that's that we're gonna do a verdict of the week oh and you can find that all over at twitter our twitter at show.com. Are taros purple? <laughs> that's that's a very good question that we need the wisdom of the internet to answer. Uh, Twitter.com slash H-I-G-A-I show. You should find a uh, a thing there that you can vote on. Yes. Are taros purple? And Are like, taros purple? The, they, the wisdom of be. the crowd will resolve this for us. If we're just being idiots and you want to throw a comment in there about how much we're being idiots, go for it. But first, so I, I think this is like, uh, so you want to be a millionaire. Well, I combined yeah. two game shows there, but like, so you want to be so, a millionaire. <laughs> so you want to be, I know how to answer that one. <laughs> and then, and then style. And that's where we're using one of our lifelines. So we've also got uh phone, a friend and uh, eliminate two. So, yeah, but uh, th- you know, the, Ask the audience, that's you, our dear listeners. You can determine for us once and for all what color tarot is. Okay. As if this didn't already have an answer. Um, you know what? I'm going to actually take this moment to, to refresh our brains as well. Because you know what? I'm feeling a little thirsty. Okay. Mason, you know what that means? What's that mean? That means we should take a little break from all this inventing. And head on over to the water cooler. Sweet. Hey, dear listeners. This is just a little aside from Luke to remind you of a few quick facts. We're going to be donating to the Trevor Project. One dollar for every review that is left for us on iTunes. This is also kind of a plea to those of you who might have friends that aren't crazy about uh podcasts but do like giving free money to charity because it is sort of free money for them to give to the trevor project so if you have any people on your social that might be into doing what they can to help with that uh we're happy to do that because uh it's a good cause and then we don't feel just like we're begging uh so that would be cool uh, also, this is the advertisement spot. If you want to advertise with us, check out advertisecast.com slash 2493. 
And uh, if you want to just talk with me about maybe doing like an exchange, that's also arrangeable. And that's it for right now. So water cooler segment done for today. Let's get back into that inventing action after this. Come on, baby. You want to do an ad? No. You want to do an ad for pitching ideas with wifey? No. You don't want to? I want to go to sleep. You don't want to go to sleep? I'm tired. You tired? Right before you go to work? Uh-huh. Come on, wifey. I'm on two Mountain Dews and I'm going to bed. <laughs> Move your ass so I can turn the TV off. So you're Mrs. Miterbump. Oh, I hate you. And I'm Miterbump. Right Our podcast is about pitching ideas to you. No. Yes. And it's somewhat serious. It's not... Uh, this is the worst ad ever. Can we just do it later? Yeah, we'll do it later. I'm when, tired. And we can find it on Stitcher, CastBox, Don't make me and, kick your ass. and SoundCloud. I can't turn the TV off your ass. It's still in the way. Hope you listen soon. <sighs> that sure was refreshing. Very tasty. And that's, I'm hydrated. Uh, that's one of our new season two features. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to advertise with us, take a peek on over at advertisecast.com slash 2493. One more time, that's advertisecast.com slash 2493. You can get an ad in here yourself. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, well, I we, mean... It is affordable. We we were making bank off Squarespace and NARPT for years, but now that opportunity has been opened up to you listeners instead. Yeah, you know what? We figured it's not all about the money. It's not. <laughs> I am good at this. Anyway, we should design this uh, condiment some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So we got our sort of a starchy stuff. We got our sweet potato we've decided on. Uh, now, here's the thing. I get myself an order of sweet potato fries. Am I going to put sweet potato condiment on sweet potato fries? Hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I hate to do this again, but I'm pretty sure you can get like purple sweet potatoes too. So then I don't know if we're still back in purple territory or not. But I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about the color, my dude. I am concerned about, am I putting sweet potato on my sweet potato? Like, would you put ketchup on tomato slices? Okay. Would you put mustard on delicious mustard leaves? Like, what What are we dude, talking about here? Dude, sweet potato condiment on sweet potato fries. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah, that's too much potato. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't put Hershey's chocolate syrup on a chocolate bar as you're eating it. You're like, this chocolate, oh, you know what this chocolate God. needs? More chocolate. Oh, God, that's rough. Yeah, no, I don't know. I would not do that. Um, here's another consideration. Uh-huh. Um, I think we need to sort of take that sweet potato base. I don't, this is tricky, man, because, like, you wouldn't... We need to kick it up a notch. Well, it, it, no, here's the thing. I know exactly how long any sort of puree of these starches tends to last. It's not that long. It, it's the vinegary, extra sweet, extra sour things that can have the longer shelf life because you've added so much sugar or vinegar or salt. Yeah, when we're talking about like mashed potatoes in a bottle, that is not great. Like ideally yeah. you want something like ketchup that you know doesn't even really need to be refrigerated. What I'm thinking is, is that you could boil the shit out of some sweet potatoes uh-huh. until it has a starchy quality to it, but it's still like sweet potato water, like they have fully dissolved into this water. Okay, and then so you, you take get that. like this, just the starch. Like I've yeah. seen things that you can do where you will like literally boil the potato, throw the potato away, and then you've got the starchy water. You condense that the fuck down and you yeah. get like gooey starch. Yeah, except I'm thinking with sweet potato, I don't think you even need to throw the sweet potatoes away. I think they will dissolve into nothing eventually. Um, and uh, and but into nothing, I mean it would make it orange water. So what are, what are we throwing in there? Are we throwing in uh, acid? Are we throwing in sugar? Are we throwing in salt? Well, I think... We need something to keep I, the bacteria away, but also kick up the flavor. What do we got? I think, I think a, a little bit of sugar to boost the sweetness that's already there. Yeah. Um, something a little bit more warm, so maybe even some molasses or something. Um, Ooh. but then, uh, 
I think vinegar, yeah. I think making it uh, a sweet and sour sort of profile, except way, way more real than actual sweet and sour sauce. If you, when I say actual sweet and sour sauce, what I mean is the orange corn, orange sour corn syrup that they okay, put in. Okay, so we're in. so we're talking similar to like a barbecue sauce then, but with more mass to it. Like it's not just applying a flavor; so. it is a flavor. I think so. I think we're talking about sweet potato barbecue sauce. I could get down on some sweet potato barbecue sauce. I can't imagine that not working. The saltiness, I think. I think. Let's go bold in a non-balanced direction. Let's let's just put like pinch of salt, like n- almost no salt. Okay, pinch of salt, but we go heavy with the molasses, heavy with the vinegar. It's pureed to fucking back. It's nice and smooth. Uh, is that going to separate in the bottle? Do I need to shake it? I don't know. I also don't know how we can get that shelf life down lower than a week or two, because I think, I think if it's like one to one vinegar to uh sweet potato juice uh I think that it's getting closer to that. I think if you have any less vinegar than that, and I think it's gonna spoil pretty quickly mm-hmm. um I mean this is all guesstimation here. I would have to actually do some tests this this is this is the kind of situation where I wish I actually fully went down the food scientist route. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool, but uh, maybe maybe one day. Sliding doors, man. Chance is not taken. Yeah, but food working in food sciences would be really cool, and that's just kind of what chefs are if they're any good at what they're doing. And yeah, they should be willing to experiment a lot. Um, anyway, so that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. What do we put this on? Uh, well, we put it on a hot dog. We put it on fries. We put it on your ice cream sundae. Would you want this on an ice cream sundae? I mean, I would if there was more sweet to balance it. Because it doesn't sound so sour that it's impossible. Like, I would eat sour cherries on ice cream. Oh, okay, okay. So here's my thing. You know those civet cats that will, like, eat coffee and then they poop the coffee and the coffee's better? Is this where we need to go with this right now? We'll feed it to a civet. There's a civet right there on the hot dog cart. And the guy's like, do you want some sweet potato? And you're like, yeah, I'll give you some sweet potato. And he just picks up the civet and he squeezes it onto your dog. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say we don't want any fecal matter involved with our condiment we're inventing. I also, think that's... arguably animal cruelty, I think. Yeah, possibly. Not not real cool. Um, maybe we pivot back to your to our antimatter idea, or it was just a magic condiment. I mean, hell, we're inventing whatever the fuck we want. We could just say this is a condiment that is specific to these that this this magic, like presupposing this magic exists either in this universe or we're just in a more magical universe when designing this thing. Like, well, can we design a magic? cat that shits better condoms we don't need shitting cats we, we can invent an antibacterial cat anus mason we i'm i'm, I'm putting my foot down putting my metaphorical foot get foot down okay not on a cat that would also be animal cruelty okay mason yes we don't need shitting cats okay with our All right, so we leave the civets out of it. They're fine. Yes. They live in the rainforest. They, they're fine the happily not being that thing elsewhere. Okay. so We freed uh, them. Well, we freed them from the civet farm. Good. So what we do have is we have a sweet potato, cook it, blend it the fuck up with some molasses, some vinegar. We let that pickle in turn into like a slurry. I, I like, okay, honestly, I could see that going either way. I would test it. Be like, hey, did this turn into, uh, you know, a potential disease that we would discover later? Uh, no? Cool. We can do the pickle fermented well, version. Well, I figure if you can get penicillin from moldy bread, then, like, any mold could also, cure any disease. I also am not 100% sure if we're getting some of the, the methodology and terminology wrong there that pickling and fermenting are sort of 
similar but different like you can have no 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 pickling is when you soak it in acid fermenting is when you have bacteria eat it and then piss out alcohol or acid and then like but you can but you can have a fermented pickle that's what kimchi is yeah no that's what happens when you have the bacteria and they eat the thing and then they piss acid but then they die because they drown in their own acid piss and then the thing proceeds to pickle in that acid oh that's wonderful that's that's beautiful. That's beauty of nature, right there. Yeah. All right. So do do we want to do that or not? I think maybe I could see a version of that. I could, uh, you know, one way and the other. I'm I'm th- seeing this, the texture of this being like a kind of like a slurry liquid, like a starchy kind of liquid. I, yeah, I'm no, I worried. do want slurry. And my concern is, again, that this thing is going to, like, separate and be, therefore, unappetizing. So maybe what we do is, in the bottle, it comes with a little agitator, so it's constantly stirring itself. So it's a, it's a battery-operated bottle. Hmm. No. <laughs> okay, here's, okay. Here, here's my thought with that. Would that work? Yeah. Would we be, like, brilliant for inventing that thing? Sure. Is that an invention that, you know makes makes sense for for this condiment uh i mean yeah it's on par it's this technology being adopted by salad dressings and things like that i could see oh shit yo what the what if this is a salad dressing would you put this on a salad absolutely i would okay this sounds more like a salad dressing. we got no oil we're oilless okay and this is where we mix it up yeah get one of those underutilized nuts in the mix yeah gonna you know, it's traditionally made with almond oil. Fuck that noise. You no, know okay. what? No. Underutilized okay, what? nut, macadamia. Oh, yeah. Like, we That's were th- on about that the other time. Like, yeah, macadamia yeah, we were th- nuts. Throwback to the cookie. This yeah. is macadamia oil. You know what else there is? Uh, there's some oils that we're just not thinking of because they're mostly not seen, a, seen as food. Okay. Uh, and maybe we could just defer to that. What, uh, like motor oil? Like what? Well, I was thinking of... I just want to double check here. Petroleum uh, jelly? Yeah, no. Uh, shea butter. Shea butter uh-huh. is edible. Okay, uh, well, I mean, anything's edible if you're not a coward. <laughs> uh, yeah, some things are just edible once. <laughs> so... Uh, it looks like the answer is, it doesn't taste good. It goes rancid very easily. No, Shit. no, thank you. I, I don't want to taste it right now. Okay, uh, olives, olive oil. That's... Okay, here, here's a question. Here's a question. Um, olives, they got that oil in them, mm. but they also have pit. Does the olive pit have oil in it? I'm pretty sure most pits. In most things that have pits, you're just talking about a whole hell of a lot of bitterness because you like, and that's like from the evolutionary perspective of if an animal manages to eat this dumb thing, uh, it's advantageous for it to be spit out right away so that it can grow. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then if it does get swallowed and comes out the other end, then it also gets planted that way. Um, Unless it's a civet, in which case it gets eaten right away yes okay but that's the thing is that i think most pits and and not seeds yeah fuck i don't know maybe like I'm you got grapeseed oil that's a thing yeah i feel like maybe i'm wrong about that now i've seen avocado oil yeah but does that come from the pit that I comes no from idea. the flesh i'm pretty sure okay so maybe okay let's i kind of like avocado oil yeah, no, avocado, and benefit there. I mean, avocado got hella health properties. We got a bit of an issue here, though. Uh-huh. Salad dressing. Kind of a condiment? I would definitely say salad dressing is a subcategory of condiment. It's just a condiment that you put on leaves. Yeah, but it's a particular flavor profile because you're using it in a particular way. It is. A, it, is it can be a vinaigrette, a dressing, etc. It is. 
it, you know, sometimes you have things that can span a scope. Like you, you, you can you, have all kinds of flavor profiles in a salad dressing. You can have yeah. creamy, cheesy. You can have raspberry vinaigrette. Those are not the same kind of flavor profile. All yeah. that matters is that it's compatible with leaves. Compatible with leaves. Frequently a uh, relatively sour but balanced addition. Uh, ideally coats leaves pretty fully, mm-hmm. uh, so it's not too wet or whatever. But like even i've seen this all the time um salads that get ordered with uh you know a vinegar on the side like a small bit of vinegar on the side and then not even like using for for dipping oil yeah but and then that's the thing is that like that is a liquid that is a full-on liquid that is just vinegar and some people prefer that flavor as well so i don't fucking know okay okay let me let me let me pitch i just had this concept uh, take your peanut butter, you thin it down. Would mm-hmm. you have like, uh, like a nice thin sort of peanut butter on a salad? Because I would, I would destroy that salad. I would get down. I on don't know. Like I salad. could, I could see that working with like a peanut, like a Thai peanut sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've now boosted that with uh, sweet, sour, and spicy, and then yeah, I could see that working. If you're talking about the creaminess just being converted into a liquidiness, like yeah. just peanut butter cut with water, no, that's not ready. You gotta you gotta make it more of a full all points of the star on the flavor map, wheel, compass, flavor all is. of the flavors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like we made a good salad dressing, but I don't know if I want that on my hot dog. I don't, I'm pretty sure I don't want that on my ice cream. Fair, fair. And then, okay. and then I remember one of the three things I initially pitched as our litmus test was a sandwich. And I don't want the dressing running off our sandwich and getting all over our hands and our nice new pants. Okay, so, so we just got a gradient of thickness. On the one side is the thicker condiment, and it's so thick that it's a side dish. It's in a scoop by the side of your thing. And then you go a little further down the gradient, and now that's ketchup texture, and you can put that on your ice cream. You can put that on your hot dog, whatever. And you go further down the gradient, and you got a salad dressing, and it goes on your leaves. And you go all the way to the end of the gradient, and then you can drink it. I think that's fine. We're talking about a family of thing now. Yeah, it's just like it's on a scale, 0 to 10. Like, how do you take it, my dude? Oh, like, oh I'll have an 8 because I'm putting it on my sandwich. I think I know what we're calling it, too. Uh-huh. So it's made with sweet potato, but we cut with vinegar. Sweet and sour potato. Or just sour potato. Okay, well, it's, it's just S&S potato. So it's just spotato. Spotato. Spotato works. Or spot for short. Spot. I'll get a little spot on that. Yo, pass me that spot. I'm gonna I squirt need, some I need spot the spot on this. I spot for my sandwich. I'm gonna spot sandwich. Oh man, I just finished this uh, rigorous physical activity. Can you pass me a sports drink? Did you say sports drink? Oh, we got a spot flavor. Got this extra R in here. Spot. I I need a spot drink. Hey, you, the, you want to know what kicks your, your grilled cheese sandwich up a notch? Just throw a little spout in there. Yeah. And if I get spout on my pants, I don't even care if spout colored. Yeah, no, I got spout colored pants. <laughs> I, fixed, I fixed that problem by just changing the rules. Like, I moved the goalposts on that one. Oh, uh, you see, now it's not a problem. They're spoot pants. Good yeah. thing. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you're wearing clothing that is camouflage pattern in all the colors that food can be, you never have to worry about stains. <sighs> I guess it's true. I think we did it. Did we? I want to make some spoot. You want to make a little spout? Try a little spout? You know what? You could try that, make that, come back next week and tell us how it all went. Uh, you know, you're right. I could. Um, and Speaking if it sounds... of uh, those cookies that we made, how did those turn out? Oh, you are giving me a lot of homework, sir. <laughs> I, uh, 
I did not get to try them yet as of this recording. But uh, if and when I do, I would like to put it on my Instagram. Hey, did you guys know we have an Instagram? Shit, yeah, we do. H-I-G-A-I show. And uh, uh, that matches the Twitter Uh where uh, you can respond to our... What do we call it? Verdict of the week? Our verdict of the week, yes. Verdict of the week. And that matches our LinkedIn. You could give us a job. That one is not true. But you know what is true? We what? have a Facebook. Facebook. And uh, you can also leave a review. Now, wait, 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 wait. Before you disappear, dear listeners, if you know what you want us to invent, why don't you suggest it to us? You can do it at show at gmail.com, or you can tweet it at that very same Twitter where you decided for us whether or not Tara was purple. And next week, we are going to invent a unit of measurement. I need more units of measurement. Yeah, we don't got enough of those yet. I need to be able to measure things. So thank you to Ryan for submitting that one as well. If any, uh, if any of the rest of you want a piece of this action, hit us up. E- email or Twitter. And uh, and if if you want to advertise with us, advertisecast.com slash 2493. Mm-hmm. Mason, next week we're inventing a unit of measurement. We sure are. And I don't think there's anything else, so you should do the outro. Uh, the outro? Yeah, and, and let me hear that sweet, sweet new remix theme music again. Okay, well, uh, dear listeners, uh, hi- hi- Higgies, I- I've just decided what? that maybe... What? Could... No! <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a new thing. We'll call them Higgies. We will not call them Higgies. <laughs> well, anyway, people listening. Uh, people is true. Pe- people, I assume they're people. We could have people. Some... <laughs> Any pets that might be listening to? Robots. Um... Uh, until next time, thumbs up, Monorail Lakeway. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, I love this music. Yep. Yep.